Hello there, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. You are listening to Switch Thoughts with Gabe. We have a very exciting day today. We are going to be talking about a lot of news stories that have come out this week. It's going to be a jam-packed news episode today, so I'll be telling you some some fun stuff that's uh, come out in the past week or two. And yeah, we'll just kind of uh, give some opinions on that, hang out, and have a nice little episode here. So thank you very much for joining me, whether it's in your car, whether you are cooking your dinner, or maybe making your breakfast, I don't know what it is. I'm glad that you are uh, letting me come hang out with you in your day. So, um... What are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Now that did come out a little while ago, so like I said, I'll be talking about it more uh, on this episode. Uh, like I said in my last episode, we're also going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase that came out just a couple days ago. Uh, we've got some new NES and SNES games coming to the... Uh, Nintendo Switch Online collection, and I think that might just be about it. Uh, maybe one or two more things in there, uh, but for now, that's that's uh, what we're going to start talking about, so let's get to it. The first thing is this Hyrule uh, Warriors Age of Calamity game that is coming out. Now, what is a Warriors game? I talked about this briefly on the last episode, but like I said, I'm going to go much more in depth here. A Warriors game is typically a 1 versus 1,000, where um, you play as a variety of characters. Uh, typically, uh, so two games that are the most notable uh, for Nintendo would be... Uh, Hyrule Warriors, which was um, a, a Legend of Zelda version of a Warriors game. Uh, there's also Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, there are several other games in the Warriors series, such as One Piece Warriors, if you've heard of that. Um, and so you, you've got a wide range of uh, IPs, intellectual properties, right? Wide range of characters and, and their own stories and whatnot that can be made into a Warriors game. A lot of times, if there is a fighting aspect to it, it plays really well with a Warriors game. If you are a fan of One Piece, you'll know that the uh, main protagonist, Luffy, always is fighting um, the, the Marines and the other pirates in that anime. Uh, well, this gives you a chance to take on the role as Luffy or Zoro or Nami or any of the other uh, characters in this game. Uh, what's really special about the Warriors games uh, is that they can offer you a large breadth of characters to play as. So, whereas like in Fire Emblem or Legend of Zelda, you may stick with one protagonist like Legend of Zelda, you stick as Link most of the time, right? So, in in a Warriors game, it allows you to play as Link, but also maybe Zelda or Ganon or all of these other characters that you don't really get to control in uh, other typical Zelda games or other typical Fire Emblem games, whatever that may be. This one, it looks like it's going to have you uh, also playing as the four champions that you meet in um, Breath of the Wild. That is Derek, Mifa, uh, oh, I don't remember their names, um, the bird guy and the other one, red one, uh, Urbosa, and I always forget uh, the bird guy's name. Um, it'll come back to me later on. Um, but yes, so you are going to be able to play them. Now, what, uh, what is the story behind this? So in Zelda Breath of the Wild, and again, I, in previous episodes, I've said that I haven't actually played Breath of the Wild. Well, I did start playing it and I'm a considerable way through probably. I've probably put in about 10 hours at this point, maybe, maybe seven 
um, but quite a few, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, so, so that's very neat. So I actually did learn, and you learn out pretty early on, so this isn't a huge spoiler, but Hyrule, the, the place of Hyrule has fallen to Ganon. There was a huge destructive force of evil, which was Calamity Ganon, that, uh, came and basically waged war on Hyrule and destroyed it. This was 100 years ago. In Breath of the Wild, you wake up 100 years after this event and you have to go and get Zelda or go meet up with her. She's at Hyrule Castle. You have to meet up with her because she has been holding off Ganon for the past 100 years, which one, I really love because it shows how strong of a character Zelda is. I absolutely love that. And I'm very excited to see her in this game. Um, so it tells you there was a war 100 years ago. They have the guardians they mentioned. They have the four uh, divine beasts and the four champions that were able to control them. Um, and, and that's all it really mentions is that there was this huge war. But basically Ganon was cunning and he you know, over, overtook them and, and a lot of people, uh, perished and this crazy stuff happened, but that's what they tell you. You don't get to see too much of it. They have a, they have a pretty full cut scene of it. They have it, um, voiced over and everything. So it's a, it's a pretty full cut scene. However, you don't get to play that, right? There's no game. Uh, there the Zelda storyline is very odd in that there are like, it's, it's hundreds of years basically of Zelda, of Link and whatnot, and all this crazy stuff happening. It's, it's, it's a very long period of time and all of the games fall in a chronological order at some point. So, uh, what I have heard is that Breath of the Wild is the last game. That's the last part of the Zelda story. Now there, there's, you know, a, a, a parts that are, um, that are in between. Cause I don't even think there's really a beginning story from, from what I've kind of read. There's not really yet a start. There are a bunch of, you know, there's, there's the earliest one, but there's not a, this is the beginning, uh, of the series. There are, you know, there's the earliest one and it kind of, you know, goes throughout the ages in chronological order until it gets to Breath of the Wild, which is the final installment, basically, in the, in the uh, timeline. So what I'm saying is there is the uh, hundred years war or hundred years ago, there was that great war uh, and that was the Age of Calamity. This game is allowing you to see, experience, and play through that Age of Calamity War when Ganon finally became strong enough and waged war on Hyrule. This allows you to uh, fight alongside, and I would imagine, as the champions. You play as Zelda, you play as Link, you get to fight off hundreds of the Bokoblins, you get to fight off the Guardians, you get to fight off all of these things. Now, we obviously know what is coming, uh, because we know the plot of Breath of the Wild, but this allows you to actually go through and see the full range of destruction that Ganon had. Uh, and that's, that's really, really exciting for anybody who, you know, cares about the Legend of Zelda timeline, or anybody who just likes the Warriors games, maybe you like Breath of the Wild and you think, oh, Warriors games are great. You know, I think I've got, I've got Hyrule Warriors on my shelf, the original, the first one. Um, and I'm looking to get Fire Emblem Warriors at some point, just because they're fun games. They're good mindless games. Now, because they, well, I should say they're good mindless games kind of because they don't have too much of a story that you have to worry about. Uh, this one, however, seems like it's going to have a fairly decent storyline where it's not only going to connect you uh, and capture your interest by, you know, just mowing down all these fantastic enemies that are in your way, 
but you actually are going to be, you know, enraptured in the story potentially. Uh, it's going to, it's going to, they said that Koei Tecmo or Koei, I'm not sure, Tecmo, who is the company who makes these Warriors games, has been working in very close collaboration with the team that made uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild at Nintendo. So that's really exciting because the game should have a very interesting story. The artwork is just the same. That is another thing they were saying is that they have worked very closely with the art team and the design team to make sure that the uh, artwork and whatnot, the game design, is as it was in Breath of the Wild. Very cool of them to form this partnership. And it's very cool of Nintendo to kind of reach out and give... This is the... Um, not Well, it's kind of hard to say because like... Zelda, usually Nintendo keeps its IPs pretty close to the chest. Um, they don't usually let third parties. And it's it's kind of difficult to say that Koei Tecmo is, because they're so big, um, to say that they are a third party. But when you think about, um, uh, what's that, the, the beat game, Crypt of the Necrodancer game, uh, Hyrule uh, beat game. Um, oh, what's that called? <laughs> Hyrule, uh, Hyrule Beat Game. What's that game called? Cadence of Hyrule. That's what it is. Uh, so there's that Cadence of Hyrule, which is, uh, they let the team who made the Crypt of the Necrodancer, uh, game, they let them have the rights to, uh, make a Zelda-skinned Crypt of the Necrodancer. So that's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, and again, I, I kind of hesitated when I said that, um, because, you know, obviously they have made, Koei Tecmo has made a Hyrule Warriors in the past. Now, I imagine they were very, you know, happy with the, um, outcome of it because they're allowing them to make another one. But, uh, it's cool that they are kind of relinquishing a little bit of that power and letting these third parties, uh, take a, take a shot at the storyline and, uh, and, and creating more gameplays. Um, so that's exciting. It's, it's going to be really cool to see this full story fleshed out in this Age of Calamity. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if they have a price just yet. Um, I don't believe they do. Now, this is supposed to, uh, come out, believe, on March 26th. Let me verify that. Uh, Age of Calamity. There we are. It is... <laughs> it's sometimes a little difficult because I think of this stuff as uh as i do stuff oh no this is coming out on november 20th what was that? oh i know what i'm thinking about it's what we're going to talk about later that's coming out on march 26th this is coming out on november 20th 2020 so this is going to be most likely unless something else really pops up you know kind of a two weeks after this one uh this is going to be the big Nintendo uh, title for the Christmas and holiday season. Uh, it, I am seeing a price now on it on the Nintendo.com website. Um, you can actually pre-order this now. It is $59.99 and it is a 15.6 gigabyte game file size. So it is a big one. Uh, it's going to support TV mode, tabletop mode, and handheld mode. You get a digital version pre-order bonus, uh, which is an in-game item, which is a lucky ladle. <laughs> so that's neat. Uh, <laughs> it says, one of the weapons Link can use in the game. You can equip this for battle paired with a pot lid, or you can fuse it with other weapons for stat boosts. All right, there we go. <laughs> so you can get that. Um, also you can play up to two players, uh, which I would imagine means up to two players, uh, co-op. So if you and a buddy, you and your wife, whatever, husband, anything like that 
want to play on the couch co-op, you can both beat the absolute baloney out of all of these monsters. So you can beat the baloney out of the Bokoblins and the Guardians and everything together, which isn't that what love truly is. I, I, I can't think of anything more <laughs> more lovely than that. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, that's what we've got here. It is uh, 60 bucks. I don't know if I'm going to get it uh, immediately. Perhaps I will. We'll have to see what the finances are saying at the time. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm certainly interested in the game. I'm very, very excited that they are making more to Breath of the Wild, especially because Breath of the Wild 2 is most likely going to be coming out next year so super cool super super cool we're getting more stories of hyrule i'm excited we will uh, i will keep you posted on stuff that comes uh comes up with this uh on september 26th so in about four days they are releasing a i think i saw it was a 50 minute presentation nintendo direct on hyrule warriors age of calamity so there's going to be a lot of information coming in a couple days that i will then tell you guys more about uh and and we'll just talk more about that but very cool that it's coming out i'm excited i hope you're excited as well all right let's talk about uh something a little a little bit quicker uh, than than something so long as the uh, Age of Calamity or the Nintendo Direct Mini. Let's have a little interlude in there. Um, Nintendo of America, their Twitter account, uh, tweeted out on September 15th that more classic games are headed to NES and SNES for the Nintendo Switch Online subscribers uh, on 923 so that will be tomorrow when you uh, are listening to this um if you if you listen to it on the day it comes out uh perhaps it has already come out in which case congratulations you can go play these games right now um on the super nes uh you will be getting donkey kong country 2 diddy's conquest Okay. <laughs> I feel like I read that weird, but I didn't. It's it's absolutely Diddy's Conquest instead of Diddy Kong's Quest. It's Diddy's Conquest. Interesting. Oh, like Conquest. Oh, that's kind of... That's actually a very neat... Uh, little, neat little play on words. Kong Quest instead of Conquest. Interesting. Huh. Um, Mario's Super Picross. So if you know what Picross is... Um, uh, then you know this game's gonna be cool, because it's gonna be Mario-themed. If you don't know what Picross is, uh, there are, uh, I've explained it a couple times on here, but I'll explain it again because I love the game. Uh, it is a grid with, uh, letters, not letters, goodness gracious, it is late, um, it's a grid with a bunch of numbers on the outside of the grid, and that tells you how many blocks are... Co uh, colored in a uh, in a line in a row or in a column uh, and you use those numbers on the outside to fill in the grid and that creates a picture they have uh, four versions on the switch that are just the standard Picross puzzles uh, they've got a bunch of um, kind of knockoff Picross ones but they also have a bunch of uh, Picross brand that uh, is is Nintendo themed. So they have uh, for the 3DS they have a Legend of Zelda one, and uh, for the Super NES they have a Mario's Super Picross. So that'll be fun to play. Uh, the Peacekeepers, which I have never heard of, I do not know what that one is. And then uh, there's one on the NES, and that is Scat. Special Cybernetic Attack Team. Again, I've never heard of this one, never played it, so I don't know. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 and Mario's Super Picross are the two that I will be looking forward to the most on this one. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 has a 
phenomenal soundtrack, and it's it's pretty fun. If you like the first one, you're most likely going to enjoy this one as well. So go ahead and try it. Uh, I haven't actually, I, I've heard the soundtrack for Donkey Kong Country 2, but I've never actually played it. So I will be uh, excited to finally get to play it. Um, yeah, so that is that news. So those are coming on uh, September 23rd. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, update your system there, and it will put those games on your SNES and NES collection. Now remember, you do have to be a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber, which is $20 a year, to get these uh, these free games. Quote-unquote free games. And finally, let's talk a little bit about this Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. This uh, w this happened on September 17th, and it was it was exactly what it said it was. It was a partner showcase. So a bunch of their third-party partners came in and may are releasing games for the Switch. Uh, super exciting, as always, uh, when we get new games on the Switch. But really exciting when we get new new games because like, sometimes we get ports of games from the xbox or playstation well, we don't really get anything from we might get something from pc or something uh onto the switch it's really exciting however when we get a brand new game specifically for the switch and that is what we got with the first thing on the video which was monster hunter rise Monster Hunter is an RPG, action RPG series, uh, that allows you to basically go out. It's fairly open world at this point. Uh, and you go out and you, uh, you go and you fight monsters, you collect monsters, you breed monsters, and you, you, you know, go about in this open world RPG-like game. It is fairly fast-paced uh, in the action mechanics, but it is really, there's a lot of depth in this game. So if if you really like crafting and, and stuff like that, Monster Hunter might be a game for you. Um, I haven't uh, played Monster Hunter yet. I know lots of people who have and absolutely adore it. Uh, my friends went on the Monster Hunter World kick for a long time and had a great time with that game. Um, that was on the PC, and then I believe it went to Xbox and um, PlayStation as well. You can pick that one up for about $20 uh, on, um, what's it called, Steam. Uh, I've seen it on sale for, I think, the lowest I've seen it on sale is like 17 bucks. So, you know, maybe pick that up if, if you're not sure if this one is going to be your cup of tea. Maybe pick that one up for the 17 and try it out. You could also try out Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, I believe, which is on the uh, Switch as well. That was the previous Monster Hunter game on the Switch that came out. Uh, this one, like I said, is called Monster Hunter Rise, and it looks very interesting. It's coming to Switch on March 26, 2021, and uh, it looks like there are a bunch of new monsters, not a bunch of new kind of um, areas for you to experience and roam around in and get to know. So that's very exciting. There's also, um, let me see, there are uh, there's a base edition and a deluxe version, which unlocks in-game items. Um, it's, it's, it's primarily cosmetics and whatnot. Well, not really cosmetics because it does, I think, affect your stats a little bit. But, you know, it's, it's, it's primarily stuff that's going to make you look cool. Um, and then what's really cool, my favorite part potentially about this, <laughs> is that there are amiibos that will be releasing as well. Uh, in tandem with this game, there are going to be three amiibos. Uh, there's like a little cat thing, and I think two monsters, and I am very excited for them. I'm most likely going to pre-order them because I have a feeling they're going to be somewhat limited, but 
I have been on the Amiibo kick. I have <laughs> I have been scouring the web and I have about a hundred now. I started out with not that many. I was just going to do the Animal Crossing Amiibos. And now I have a hundred. <laughs> I I have a little bit of a problem. I will admit it. However, I absolutely love having them as just just having them. They are so well designed, I think. Most of them are super well designed. They I don't use a ton of them for their in-game functionality just because I don't. Most of them are uh out of the box at this point. I think there are only I think the only ones that are in the box still are um well, I can tell you, it's it's the Animal Crossing ones and the Shovel Knight 3-pack. Um, the rest of them are out of box, and I'm about to take them out of box um, here soon. Maybe even tomorrow. I'm looking to go to Ikea and get a little uh, curio thing for it so I can display all my amiibos in them really nicely. I've got risers and everything, and a whole bunch of other stuff that doesn't pertain to this Nintendo Direct, but... The Amiibos are coming. There are three of them. I highly recommend if you like Amiibos, go check them out. I think they are fairly expensive um, because they are not typical Amiibos. They're a little bit bigger, I believe, than the typical Amiibos. If you uh, know what the previous Monster Hunter Story Amiibos look like, then you know they're a little bit big. Uh, these ones, I think, are around 25 to 30 bucks for um, the Amiibos. Speaking of Monster Hunter Stories, the second game that was announced is Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. This is uh, supposedly going to be released in summer of 2021, and it looks like a pretty solid sequel to the original Monster Hunter Stories. Monster Hunter Stories is a little bit of a tamer version of Monster Hunter, though it is no less fun, okay? So I want to make sure that I say that. It's it's kind of tamed down the action and, and fighting aspect of it and uh, emphasized the story and the collection parts of Monster Hunter, uh, of the Monster Hunter games. It's got a different art style and I really like Monster Hunter Stories. The original Monster Hunter Stories was a great game. Uh, it was originally released on the 3DS. I played it a decent amount, um, so I, I, I do like it, and I would recommend it if you can get your hand. If you have a 3DS and you can get your hands on Monster Hunter Stories, absolutely pick it up. Uh, you can get it for fairly cheap at this point, and uh, you know, turn it on. I'm, I'm probably going to go back and uh, play it as well, uh, and, and you know, just re uh put that in my brain you know so i can i can have that in my brain when it comes back in the summer of 2021 uh yeah so it's a yeah this is a good thing it's story-based role-playing game so instead of the action rpg it's story-based rpg uh yeah it's a lot of fun it's Again, it's it's not. I wouldn't say this is like for kids, you know, just because it's a tamed down version. And also, when you see it, you might think, "Oh, the art style is a little more kitty looking." And I don't know if this is really for you know me. It give it a shot, you know. It's it, watch a little bit of gameplay of maybe the first one. Uh, watch watch some of that. Watch when this comes out. Watch. I'm sure there will be more trailers and whatnot. Uh, check that out. Uh, I think Monster Hunter Stories is an exclusive on Nintendo consoles. I'm pretty sure Monster Hunter Stories, the original one, was an exclusive on the 3DS. Uh, and then I imagine this one will be too. So that's really cool. I love the Monster Hunter series. If you are unsure, and I'll, I'll put this out here because this is uh, something I'll be talking about in a future episode. Uh, there is a game... Right now that you can play, you can play it on the Epic Game Store. You can also play it on the Nintendo Switch. You can play it on your Xbox and maybe even your PlayStation. Uh, it is called Dauntless. It is basically Monster Hunter, but free. 
So if you are if you are kind of on the fence, like I don't know if I'm really into the whole like go out, you know, hunt a monster, come back, you know, make craft uh, armor and swords and other weapons from the stuff that I get from this monster, then go out and find another monster and all this conquest stuff. Uh, if you're not sure about that, Dauntless is totally free. I have it downloaded on my Switch and it's pretty fun. Uh, I, I enjoy it quite a bit. I have not downloaded it in Epic. Uh, and, and the only reason I mention Epic so much is because, uh, I believe you have to have an Epic account to sign into. I think it's that, or you, you have to have some sort of account when you log into, or when you download it on your Switch, you have to, um, log in. Uh, to an account, and I want to say it's Epic. It might not be, um, so don't quote me on that. Uh, but yeah, fun game. Check it out. It's free to play, uh, and it'll give you a a good gauge of if you think you might like the Monster Hunter series. Um, another one, the next one that they announced was Fitness Boxing 2, Rhythm and Exercise. The original Fitness Boxing came out on the Switch a little, a good while ago. I think, I think it was either 2000, I think it was 2017 or 18, late 2017 or, uh, mid 2018. Um, and it is a game that is, you know, you, you box, <laughs> you basically box to uh, rhythm and they have it. This one I would say is the most similar to, uh, we fit those games. If you remember them where it was really focused on like the balance board and getting you to, uh, do precise movements. This one has you precisely holding the joy cons and swinging in certain mannerisms and ducking and all this other stuff in order to box and it guides you along and you put, you can listen to music and whatnot as you do it. It's really cool. It's, it's a good pump up game. And now they're coming out with a sequel for it. Uh, there are new, uh, features to the, to the, to the second game here, uh, which is two player mode, alarm functionability, and you can also customize your boxing action. So you can say, hey, I don't want to do like ducking movements. Maybe your back hurts or maybe you uh, aren't, you know, if, as an, in an accessibility wise uh, area, this is really exciting because if somebody can't do a duck move, but they can still move their arms. So let's say somebody uh, is uh, in a wheelchair, they can still move their arms and box and whatnot, but ducking might be a little bit of an issue. So this allows for that accessibility and you can uh, remove and add your own boxing actions to what you want to do to your exercise. Uh, so that's cool. It says save data is also going to be able to be carried over from the first fitness boxing game. If you've got that, you can basically track your stats and you know how many days you work out how often you work out and minutes and all that stuff so you can do that uh carry it over on um sorry i, I saw something and it made me laugh because i made a joke in my head um you can carry that over i'll tell you it in a second i'll carry that uh i don't even know what i'm saying it carries over uh, the same data carries over from the first one to the second one. The thing that made me laugh was it said, Fitness Boxing 2 is uh, launching on the Switch on December 4th. And I thought to myself, oh, that's that's the holiday game for this year. It's, it's Fitness Boxing 2. That's the one. Oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> pardon, pardon that. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Disgaea. That is uh, the next game that they announced. It is called Disgaea 6 Defiance of Destiny. I know nothing about the Disgaea games. Uh, I know that they're quite quirky. Uh, I know a lot of people like them, but I don't know a ton about them. Uh, this is uh, following the story of a zombie named Zed. Uh, and their tagline is, he gets stronger the more he dies. So that's an interesting mechanic. I'd be, I'm, I'm very interesting. Maybe it's very, very difficult to die. And you actually have to work on dying in this game. So that could be, that could be pretty fun. Um, it is, let's see. 
it, it's coming out. Um, let's see. Sorry. Uh, it's summer of 2020. I'm reading. I'm reading what uh, these things say. Uh, coming out so, summer of 2021. Very cool. Uh, it it also is. <laughs> I really like this. It, it, this made me laugh because um, I think it said the um the damage the maximum damage is over four quadrillion and the maximum level is in the billions so if that gives you a hint it's i think over the top battle system that's that's what they're kind of known for that's a that's another tagline that they have uh i think that kind of summarizes it where you're doing millions billions and quadrillions of damage so it's all about those your brain seeing big numbers and thinking yes i want that instead of you know having 30 health right and you hit for you know threes and twos and whatnot and have a long battle this person may have 30 quadrillion health and you're dealing 1 billion and 70 billion damage you know and you just see those big numbers and you're like yeah so i think that's kind of what uh i uh, that's that's what I've, I've understood from talking to people that's what the one of the draws to this game is is this absolutely over the top battle system um also on september 23rd so again tomorrow uh, starting tomorrow and then, um, going to September 29th, Nintendo Switch Online members will be able to download and play the full version of Disgaea 5 Complete Edition. So, maybe you're saying, I have no idea what Disgaea is. I would sure like to play a game before I buy this. Well, they've got you covered. If you have a Nintendo Switch Online, uh, membership, $20.00. You get to play the full version of Disgaea 5 uh, between September 23rd and September 29th. So go to the eShop, download it, and play it if you're at all interested. I think this is... I'm going to definitely do it because why not? What have I got to lose? If I don't even play it, it's free, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, so check it out uh, if that is something that you think is cool. Uh, they, I can't remember, uh, um, which came next and whatnot, so I'm just going to kind of, uh, go down the list here. Uh, they've got one called Sniper Elite 4 that's coming to the Switch. There are a ton of Sniper Elite games. Uh, I believe Humble Bundle likes to give these out a lot in their, uh, Humble membership thing. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like it takes place, um, third-person action, uh, it is launching for Nintendo Switch in this holiday season. It takes place uh, in World War II, I think, because it mentioned uh, how in the previous one they successfully defeated Hitler at the Africa uh, whatever. I don't know at all what this game is about. I thought it was more like a Hitman kind of game. I don't think it's like that anymore. <laughs> so if, uh, if, if you like the Sniper Elites 1 through 3, maybe you'll like the fourth one and you can pick it up on the Nintendo Switch. Um, PGA Tour 2K21. I did not know they made PGA Tour games like they do for NBA and NFL and whatnot. Uh, PGA, for those of you who don't know, is, uh, golf. That is the Pro Golf. I think PGA stands for Pro Golf Association. Could be wrong on that. Uh, but this is coming on September 25th. I'm interested in this game because, as I've told you, I have a weird affinity for golf games. I don't know why they appeal to me. It's, it's such a... Uh, golf in real life does not appeal to me. I... My my grandpa and dad used to have golf on the TV nonstop. Like, that was their go-to thing to watch. And I would always fall asleep as a kid watching that with them because it was just boring. But playing a golf game on the Switch is so much fun. Uh, golf with your friends, etc. Uh, golf Story and all these other games are so much fun. I like them a lot. So, this is a very realistic uh 
game, right? You can play alongside uh, the the actual PGA stars, all the athletes in there that are golfers. Um, you can play along with them and you play against them and that's really cool. Uh, you can play with friends locally and online. Um, and yeah, real life courses and, and the in-game pros, the, the professionals who play the golf. I'm very excited. Uh, I remember I actually, I worked at a golf store, uh, when I was younger and <laughs> Rory McIlroy, uh, was like, that's, that's a name that I always know. Rory McIlroy, uh, Tiger Woods, and oh, you know, it'd be cool if they put Jack Nicholas in there because Jack Nicholas is no longer alive. But he is like one of the biggest names in uh, golf history. Jack Nicholas, and also uh, maybe they'll put Arnold Palmer in there. And I have a hard time saying that. Arnold Palmer. Uh, so yeah, it's an interesting uh, looking game. Um, you know, I, I doubt I'm going to pick it up uh, just because I don't usually, I've never played, well, I should, I, uh, I've played NFL, I have, I have Madden 2008, I think, for the PlayStation 2, and that was the only game that was like that that I played, um, but I don't usually play these kind of games, so, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, another one is The Long Dark, uh, this one is a very interesting game, it's, um, very artsy, and it it looks like it is a survival game. Um, it's got a it says a chilling narrative awaits players. Uh, it's it's interesting. So you can do either. There are two versions you can do. You can do a story mode, uh, or you can do a permadeath mode, uh, which is the survival mode. It's, um, I don't know. I don't, the, this is something that's interesting is, um, when you, cause I've talked about this with certain people in, in marketing is when you market a game or a movie or whatever, there's something to say about overtelling what the story is about but there's also something about undertelling and having your audience have no idea what it's about um i feel like i've heard of the long dark before i feel like i've heard other podcasters other youtubers whatever talk about the long dark and i want to say it has positive reviews but i don't really know what it is i know it's exploration i know it's survival i know that is kind of it it gives me vibes of like, uh, you know, again, what remains of Edith Finch, but I don't know. It could also be, you know, a, a, I, I just don't know. I don't know what the game is about. And that can, you know, if you like the art style and you're like, oh yeah, this is definitely a game we're going to like. It's very moody. It's very uh, grisly and, and kind of, you might say, I know I'm going to like it. I'm good to go. But if you don't, you may have hesitation to say, I don't, you know, I need to do either more research or you may just say, it's not for me. I'm not doing it, you know? So there's, there's an interesting marketing aspect to that. But Long Dark, uh, like I said, exploration survival game, moody. Uh, it says uh, players are on their own as they journey through a frozen wilderness in the aftermath of a geomagnetic disaster. So who knows? Uh, maybe you'll like it, but it is on the Nintendo Switch. That was on the Nintendo Switch on the 17th, so it's already on there. Uh, all right, just a couple more uh, before we end this. Uh, and I'm going to go through these a little bit quicker. Uh, is Balin, I think that is. Uh, and you play as uh, Leo and Emma. And it looks like it is a 3D platformer kind of game. It The art style kind of reminds me of uh, Super Lucky's Tale, if you've played that. I am currently playing that right now on uh, Xbox Live Game Pass for my PC. Um, I ended up getting that for a dollar and... 
So I'm actually playing through a lot of games that I've wanted to get on the Switch, but they were too expensive. I'm going to play these for like a month on my computer, and I'll let you know uh, if I like them later on. I'll probably, you know, I'll, 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 I'll tell you if I like the game and whatnot, uh, and I might not be able to tell you as much about how it runs on the Switch, but I can tell you if it's a good game or not. So yeah, so it reminds me a little bit of Super Lucky's Tale. It also reminds me of just this absolute bear of a collectathon. It looks it says that there are more than 80 costumes to find. You can carry 3 of them at once and you're just going and you're collecting crystals and you're collecting statues and you're collecting all these crazy things uh throughout the game. But I don't really know what the end goal there is. Uh so you're you're supposed to like put on new costumes uh in mixed costumes so maybe you have like oh goodness like a costume with balloons on it and then that can get you to a certain height maybe you have uh, a costume with wings on it as well so you put both of those on and then you can reach an even higher thing or something like that i don't know um and, and you can reach new locations and whatnot you can also play with two people uh and this is coming out also on march 26 2021 I'm not super excited for this one. It's it's looks kind of fine. You know what I mean? It look it just looks fine to me. Maybe as more stuff comes out uh, about it, I will be more interested. But check it out on your own if you think uh, if you think you might like it. Uh, Rune Factory Five is also coming out. Uh, it is similar to all the other ones. You lose your memory and you start a new life. Uh, it's an RPG game. And you just, you know, basically come into a town having no memory and you live in that town. And, and, and in this one, you're actually going to be a peacekeeping ranger. So you protect the town and whatnot. And then you also harvest crops, fish in the river. Uh, you do local festivals, etc. This one, it says uh, you can start dating, you can fall in love, and you can get married. So that's very neat. Uh, you can perform combo attacks. You can, in, in terms of uh, when you fight monsters, because there is a little bit of uh, monster fighting in this game. Uh, if you've played any of the Rune Factory games, it doesn't seem like this is a huge step away from the previous formula. Not that that is a bad thing, because if it's good, don't necessarily, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, but I think they're just adding more stuff for you to do, uh, put it in a different setting, upgrade the graphics, etc., etc. Rune Factory 4 Special Edition just came out for the Switch this year, uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe it was, like, late last year, but that just came out, so... Maybe pick that one up. It's like 40 bucks, so you can pick that one up, see if you like the Rune Factory games, and uh, try it out there. Uh, okay, a couple more. Empire of Sin. Uh, this is a, it says, a new strategy game. Very interesting uh, graphics. I, I do really like the graphics. It reminds me of Bioshock. Uh, it reminds me of kind of like We Happy Few. So it's got a very interesting three-dimensional graphics. Uh, it also reminded me a little bit of um, Mutant, Zero, uh, Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden, if you know that game. Um, and also potentially Fire Emblem in how, they, uh, how the strategy takes place. So, uh, oh, XCOM is also another one. Uh, in, in how the gameplay works. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's what I got a little bit of an impression about. Um, so it says you enter the criminal underworld of Prohibition-era Chicago in the 1920s. So you are actually, a, I believe you are a member of the, um, the Lucky uh, Rollers or something like that. Uh, yeah, you, you, that's their, that's their gang name is the lucky rollers or something like that. And you have to hustle, charm, intimidate your way to the top of the pile and do whatever it takes to stay there. I don't know. 
I mean, it sounds fun. Um, it's kind of an, uh, I imagine it's an action strategy game uh, and not just a strategy game. But the graphics look cool. It looks, you know, a little chess-like and how they were moving about. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in it. I don't know how much it is. I'm, I could probably find out right now uh, while I'm talking and just, you know, play it off real cool. Um, but let me see. It's coming out on December 1st and you can start pre-ordering it right now. And my computer is not loading. Otherwise, I absolutely... Oh, it says $39.99 on Steam. So I imagine... I've got to put my age in. Hold on one second while I enter my age. <laughs> uh, it is also going to be $39.99 on the Switch. So yeah, check it out. Empire of Sin, uh, available December 1st in pre-orders now. The next two that... Uh, there are only two more that I'm going to talk about. Um, one of them is called Hades. Defy the God of the Dead in this Greek mythology-inspired dungeon crawler. This one looks awesome. And it has the uh, <laughs> records to show it, let's say. It topped the new... I think it was the number one seller for the week of whatever it came out, which was last week. Um... It was the number one seller for download-only games. So it probably would have been number one all over had Super Mario 3D All-Stars not come out. So this game was released and people just jumped on it. So it is really, really cool looking. It reminds me... Um, a little bit of... If you know the game Wizard of Legend... Um, it also reminds me of Enter the Gungeon, uh, you know, because they're both roguelikes, but like art style uh, is, is what I'm thinking as well. A um, little less pixely, but really good. Uh, it says that there are thousands of story events and ability combinations to ensure a unique experience each time players uh, hack and slash their way out of the underworld. So that is awesome. I have not uh, picked this up yet. Uh, because I've had a busy week, I was out of town and whatnot, so uh, I haven't had a chance to actually play it. That being said, I am very interested in picking it up. It normally retails for $24.99, but it's on sale actually right now for $19.99, so that maybe is like a first week bonus or something like that. Um, let's see, you can play in TV mode, tabletop mode, and handheld mode. It is rated T. Five and a half gigabytes, actually. So make sure you have enough uh, room for that as well. Uh, yeah, one player. I am very excited for this game. I really, really like roguelikes, as you guys know. Uh, yeah, I would say probably Wizard of Legend is the game that I would compare this to in terms of the aesthetic. But it almost, I mean, it almost gives me like old school Diablo vibes as well, which is again, very cool. Uh, I like it. I will check it out and let you all know what I think. Uh, finally, the last one that we're going to talk about is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. This is, uh, a sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. It is, one of the, I think it might have won uh, the the best indie game of uh, uh, 2016 or 17, whenever it came out. It is one of the best Metroidvanias. It is an absolutely gorgeous art style. Very clean, crisp uh, movements. It's a great game. Great game. 10 out of 10. Great game. Um, they released the sequel to it back a little while ago. Um, they released that back on... Just says 2020. So, what do I know? Why doesn't it say? 
Why wouldn't it say? Oh, there it is. March 11th. <laughs> like, why wouldn't it say the one thing that I need? Um, so it released back on uh, PC and Xbox One on March 11th, 2020. Uh, now it is finally coming to the Switch on September 17th, 2020. It is all ready available. You can pick it up right now uh, and you can... You can have it you can play through the second uh ori game uh you can also order i should say pre-order the ori collector's edition uh from i am 8-bit okay uh, i'm clicking on that to see what it includes oh my word this is absolutely stunning this is wild so wow that is beautiful it's a it's a box, okay, and then think of it in uh, 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 fourths. So break the box down into fourths, okay. Now the top three quarters are going to split apart down the middle and open to the sides, leaving a nice base, and then it has all this beautiful stuff in it. So you get a oh good lord, I just saw the price. Um, you get a premium transforming display box with glow-in-the-dark finish. Yeah, it's, it's the Wisps, uh, from Ori, uh, the Ori games. Holy guacamole, this is beautiful, and it is glow-in-the-dark. You get a majestic stained-glass-style art piece. Uh, oh, wow, I'm looking at that right now. That's very pretty. Um, you get the Flora and... You get the Flora and Fauna of Ori Field Guide, which looks like it's a, a little booklet almost kind of thing. Uh, you get a sketchbook zine. I don't know what that is. Uh, featuring rarely seen production art. Cool. Collectible art, car art card set. Nice. A hard enamel uh, glow-in-the-dark pin. And that is of the owl that Ori... Uh, you've got a... It's, it's Ori riding the owl. You have digital download cards for Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the Will of the Wisps soundtracks. And you also get physical editions of Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Ori in the Blind Forest featuring exclusive reversible cover art. Region-free worldwide compatibility. It is stunningly beautiful. <laughs> I would love to have this. It is $149.99. Goodness gracious, that's for the Switch. Um, that is for all editions. So you can get it on the Switch, you can get it for Xbox One, or you can get it for PC. Wow, that's... And they're all $149. Wow, wow, wow. Ah, uh, phew. You... I mean, if you are a super fan of this game, I can totally understand why you would spend that money on it. Um, oh, man. That is... I mean, it's it's really pretty looking. I would... Just type in I am 8-bit uh, with the 8 as the number 8. I am 8-bit. Uh, and type in Ori, and you will be able to see... Or Ori Collector's Edition, and you will be able to see how beautiful this collection is. Really cool. I like it a lot. Uh, but for 150 bucks, probably have to pass, unfortunately. Either way, though, you can play Ori and the Will of the Wisps right now on your Nintendo Switch. Uh, I haven't played it yet. Again, I just got the uh, Xbox Live Pass for PC, and I will be playing that. So I can, uh, in the next uh, couple episodes, maybe tell you uh, what I think about the game so you can you can check it out yourself. All right, that does it for me. Uh, that's all the, the news that I have for the past two weeks that I, you know, I'm interested in talking about. We're also an hour in. We've had a lot to talk about today. And I thank you for sticking through and, uh, hanging out with me for this whole hour. As always, I, I always enjoy getting to talk with you, my friends. And, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Take care of yourselves out there, whatever you're doing. Uh, know that you are appreciated. Know that, you know, I, I absolutely love talking with you, 
and and that you that you let me be a part of your life uh, in this this nice small way. Um, yeah, helps me a lot too. So thank you very much. Take care of yourselves. I will see you all next week. Have a great one. Bye-bye.